Okay, we're discussing the attempt of the Tanaim to find the way to fight back against Rome. It was uh, obviously militarily the Romans were much stronger. But uh, the Tanaim understood that and if therefore they're going to try and fight against Rome, it wasn't going to be a fight which was dependent on the victory of the battlefield. They understood it was a fight which, if Klaishal would have the schosim, if Klaishal would have the schosim, then they would be victorious against all odds. You must remember, the Jews at the time had a precedent for that. That was, it was the same, well, not the same period, but it was the period following the period of the Hanukkah story. And that's what Klaishal saw, the same idea. They were vastly outnumbered. There was a much more powerful military army that they were attempting to overcome. But they were successful because of the people involved. Not because they had stronger or better equipped soldiers. It was Rabin Biyad Ma'atim and Gibarim Biyad Chadashim. And therefore, of course, if the Tanoim are thinking, what's the way to overcome the Romans? They would think the same thing. Where, what's the schus that Kaishwal can generate which will give them that victory? And Ba'atim... We saw that even though this was Rabbi Akiva's mission, and he tried it, we saw it in two different ways, and it wasn't successful, but the concept was true. In the revolt of the Jews by Beta, it was the most costly campaign for the Romans. Of all the, all the uh, battles anywhere in the world, it's Yudu, that uh, more, soldier, more Roman legions got lost trying to capture Beta than anywhere else. And uh, the Chazal tell us that the only reason in the end Beitar fell is because Bar Kochba, who was a general, killed Rabbi Lazar Amoydoi. And his schus was holding Beitar. So the idea that some, a schus can hold back Romans works just like we hold back Greeks. And the fact that somebody could be a tzaddik to the level that even though the Jews were outnumbered and biological reasons had no way in the world they were going to win, shows that the concept it was true. In principle, it was true. If Christ had this chosim, then they could, they could fight the Romans. And that we saw. Even though Rabbi Kiva tried this himself, was, he lived in that time. In two different ways, he tried first by the Rebu, he told by as many, getting as many people as he could to learn. 24,000 Talmudim, like we learned. It wasn't successful. And he tried again by taking the Yechidah Skura, the greatest of the the and trying to bring them to the paradise, which we said was trying to conf- use themselves as the as the human shield the against the satan. It also wasn't successful. So we still need to explain uh, why was Rome so strong and why didn't these attempts work. Whereas even if they were strong enough to hold back the Romans, it wasn't strong enough to overcome the Romans. That we'll talk about next week, Hashem, because today I want to talk about something else. It's more Yonadayma. And that's what I want to talk about is Rabshim Bayechai. Because Rabshim Bayechai, as one of the Tamil Rabbi Akiva, was also part of this, of this idea. And as we, but there was something unique about Rabshim Bayechai. It was unique about Rabshim Bayechai, was he was the one person that the Romans couldn't touch. And the door of Asura Rogi Malchus, and the door of people that whoever, whoever stood up against the Romans got killed. Got killed, Rabbi Akiva got killed, Rabbi Akiva got killed. Rabbi uh, Ben Bava got killed, and uh, many other, as we know, of the, of the greatest Tanaim. The Tanaim were looking for Rabbi Shem 
They spent 12 years looking for him. The Romans. The Romans. Uh, looking for Abishan Bechai. They spent 12 years looking for him. They wanted to kill him. That was the Gzairah specifically on him. That, uh, he should, that they commerced in Shabbos. And because he spoke against the Romans, they wanted to kill him. And they never found him. We never found him. Which means he was the person who had managed to, so to speak, escape the power of Rome. Not only that, I from Rabbi Rabbi Moshe Shapiro, from the Rafa, a very nice idea to this. If you look in the, in the time of the, the Tanakh, you look in the Pesukim of the Torah, Kimat always, when it talks about somebody davening to Hashem, so the way that it talks about davening is a person raised his hands to Shemayim. Moshe says in the time to it says yes, Sa'ir, Ephra is Kafir Hashem. I'm going to raise my hands. This is what people used to daven. So raise their hands to Hashem. And we find it in Sri Tanakh at that time also. And the way to daven was Nisla Levavenu El Kapayim, El Kapayim. We'll raise our hearts with our, to our hands to Hashem. That was the way to daven. Why don't we do that anymore? Why don't we do that anymore? So Chazal talk about it. And Chazal say that once it's something that the Goyim started to do also, so now it was no longer designed by Hashem because now the Avdavarizah Kilo stole the practice from us. Just like the Adiyavah Matzeva. Chazal said that originally when Yaakov Avinu wanted to make a Mizbech, he made a Matzeva. Matzeva means one big rock which they would consecrate and use it for Korbanis. And why don't you do Matzevas anymore? The Pasuk says, Don't make a Matzeva. And the answer is because once the Goyim took it from us, now the Goyim learned from us, also with the big rocks. As a thing, so then if that's the case, then Hashem doesn't want it anymore. It's, it's the same thing, dabbling with one's hands outstretched was originally something which was rotsi, like Chazal said, Hashem wanted us to dabble like that, but once it was overtaken by the Goyim, so now we don't do it. And yet, you find in the Zayar a few times when Hashem davens, it says, if he raised his hands. Well, if the Chazal said one shouldn't do it anymore, why did Hashem still daven like that? And the answer is, Moshe said, Rav Shimon was an exception because he wasn't, he was someone who that kind of wasn't under the hashpa of the Romans. And if anyone else who was under the hashpa of, of the Romans, now that they had taken the service, so then for us it's not the right thing to do. Rav Shimon escaped that. He, by, by evading the Romans, so to speak, he put himself in a place where he was no longer under their control. Okay. So the, the, the simple and obvious reason for that is Bashat. The other Tanayim didn't hide away. The other Tanayim, uh, they're taught with Farhesa. Like it says, they were Makkal Kehilis Barabim. Rib Shimon, as you know, he ran and he hid from the Romans. So it wasn't the same thing. That's for sure the Pshat. But there's another point as well. That's what I want to talk about today. Because there's another point Rib Shimon says also. He says this in his and this is quotes it time and again, especially in like Bahama time, where Rav Shimon says, Baha'i Zayar Yafku Mingalusa. That the Kayakha the Zayar is something which will take the Ashalat of Goddess. The Kayakha the Zayar is something which will take the Ashalat of Goddess. The Kayakha of the Zayar is something which will take the Ashalat of Goddess. Rav Shimon says it himself, it's written in the Zayar. And what's the Kayakha for that? What way is the desire something which is going to bring the Gola? Now, and there were those people that took it literally. And they said if we learn Zayar enough, so then that will bring the Gola. Uh, there were the different shittas even, at various Makubarim that wanted to make the whole Kaisha learn Zayar in order to bring the Gola. 
Okay, that hasn't happened yet, but. Uh, no. Is that a side of it? Maybe it's a certain kufu, I don't know. I'm not familiar with Rad in that thing. But okay, whatever, whatever it is, uh, there were different Mukubarim who wanted to, everyone to learn Zara, they held it with uh, stops the stars of Kali Yisrael, will bring the Gola. We have to understand it. Whether I'm not saying it's right or what's wrong. The words, is, uh, words are in the Zara, if it means literally or not literally, I don't know. But I want to explain the concept why. What did Rav Shimon achieve? Ki'ilo, that this was, a, this was a different mahalach to what Rav Yekiva had tried, and this was something which Rav Shimon says would have worked, or could still work. So, here we have to go back a step and understand the Kayach of the Kayach of Esav. We know that when Hashem originally made a person, other Marisha, that was the ultimate. The the, the, the great the greatest person Hashem created was Adam himself before the Chait. That's what a person was meant to be. We know that it's the person who most resembled Adam Marisha, come on, it tells us, is Yaakov Avinu. It says that the Shifr, the Yaakov, is made Shifr, the Adam. Another place, Chazal tells us that the Tzuras Adam, which Hashem made in the Merkava, for the person meant to be, looked like Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu got to that Shleimus, so this is what Adam is meant to be, what the person is meant to be. But Yaakov had a brother. Yaakov had a brother. And Yaakov's brother was quite close to that. He was called Adam. Which is, if you think about it for a second, the same words as Adam, just an extra verb. Adam. What is the difference for Adam? Of course, Yaakov was a tzaddik and Adam was a Russian. But uh, what's the significance of the difference between Atem Kruim Adam, Mikaisra, or called Adam, and them, them who it wasn't Adam's original name, it was called Adam, but they called Adam. What's the difference between Adam and Adam? It's very similar. So, the, where does the Shoresh of the word Adam come from? Where does the Shoresh of the word Adam come from? So we know, the Marat tells us that there's a number of different explanations of the Lashon Adam, of the word Adam, and uh, why, that, why that's the name given to a person. The simple one is what says in the Torah, that he was created in Adam. A person was created from the ground, and therefore Adam is a derivative of the word Adam. The other, the second explanation, there are a few, but the second explanation which is brought is that the word Adam comes from a different word. A pasuk in Yeshaya, which a person says, Adame the Elyon. Adame, I will make myself similar to Hashem. So the word Adame is also the Shayrish of the Adam. The There's a third and a fourth explanation as well, but we'll come to them later. Now, you can look at that as two opposites. Mitzah Adam, it looks like being similar to the ground, it looks like the lowest thing. Adam and Elion, I'll be similar to Hashem, looks like the highest thing. So, we can see that there's two sides to an Adam. But really, the Maral is more than that. 
being compared to the grounds isn't something which is necessarily a sign of halal or dhunus. On the contrary, being compared to the ground is also an area where, which shows a person's ability to become great. Why? Because in the way Hashem created the world, the, the ground is what produces everything. Anything Hashem created was from the ground. Whether it's the trees and the grass, it's totsi or even if it's the animals, it's come from the ground, and even the body of earth comes from the ground. The earth is productive. And therefore, if we say a person comes from the Adama, it means the person has the ability to be productive too. And therefore, it's not the slight to a person to say he's an Adam because he came from the ground. It's not showing us his loneliness. It's showing us his capability. A person comes from the ground, which means just like the ground produces, his mighty berries, gives a fruit, a person can also produce. A person can, his actions are his berries. So what a person achieves is his berries. And therefore, there are two matters of a person. The one is, the one is his ability to create, to develop, to produce. The other one is Adame. Adame is Abi similar to Hashem, which means a person can reach a level of Rukhmus in some way to be similar to Hashem. That's the Sharish of Adam. Now, what's the Sharish of Adam? Not Adam, Adam. What's the Sharish of Adam? So there's two also. The one we know is from the color. Adam in the Torah means red. And that's, that's what the Torah says. He was called Adam or Adam as He wanted the red food, so he called him Adam. That's the one. The other one is, the word Adam means I'll keep quiet. It's like when man's a matter covered. The Adam means I want to keep quiet. Sorry? Yeah, yeah, the same Torah. That, that to keep quiet. What's the significance? What's the significance of Adam being having two qualities? The ability to keep quiet and the ability and the the kind of red. What's the what's the shaykh uh, that that's what defines so to speak, Asaf that's what his that's what his uh, titles are. Okay, so it's like this. The let's start with the color red. The Muslim of red, we know, is the color of the din. Uh, the, if we give a color to different midas, so we talk about red as being a color of din, always, and if that's the case, the, the kayak of Aesop is a kayak of din. The kayak of Aesop is a kayak of din. There's a lot, lot to say about that, but let's just leave the shayish for now, but we'll come back to it. And what's the second one? The second point is Adam. I'll keep quiet. What's the what's the nature of Adam? Well, that uh, that uh, silence. <coughs> so when it's brought in that context in the Tanakh, normally it's referring to normally it's referring to. Uh, I'll give one or two examples that when a person has the ability to speak to Hashem or to praise Hashem whatever it's going to be and then you want him to stop so that's called it that's, that's when you use Lashon Edom Yidon whatever the case might be for example when Yeshua wanted the sun to stop and what it meant is that the sun sings a shira and Yeshua wanted the sun to stay still and stop singing a shira so his Lashon was also Hashem Mishmah keep quiet I won't stop singing a shira the daim, in that case, the silence, means the silence from singing to Hashem. What's with Ba'idah Ma'arim? Ba'idah Ma'arim? Ba'idah is the same thing. It wasn't going to sing, but it means in terms of addressing Hashem. 
So instead of complaining to Hashem in the case of Aaron or whatever it was, he kept quiet. In other words, as opposed to talking to another person, which the other words were quiet as well, or not talking as well. But when you're talking in the context of talking to Hashem, so when a person keeps quiet from that, that's when he is Lashem Daim. And again, I can bring you more eyes. Keep quiet, don't, don't complain to Hashem and wait for him. Whatever the case is, that's the concept of Daim. Now, let's line them up. The concept of Adam from the Adama is something which creates, as we know, there's two Kayachas which work in the world. There's a Kayach of growth and a Kayach of development and a Kayach of creation. And there's a Kayach of Din, which is Be'etzim a Kayach of destruction. And here where they land up. Adam, who is from the Adama, the Adam who creates. Be'etzim, that's always creation, is always growth. Development is always bechesed. The edoim, which is the destruction or the force of the, the, the din, is what oimim can get that. Same thing. The adam, the person who is the adam elion, who is similar to Hashem, is in the fact that we can dive into Hashem, the fact that we can learn Hashem's Torah, the fact that on a spiritual level we can make ourselves more like Hashem. And the opposite of that is the person who's quiet from that. That's the Adam, the one who, who silences himself from that connection. And that's why Esav and Yaakov were brothers, but they were opposites. In the sense of that Esav got the middle of Adam and Yaakov got the middle of Adam. Yaakov and Yaakov are called Adam, and they're not called Adam. There's a difference. Now, Our strength is as Yaakov, as we know. A call called Yaakov, we know. Our strength is as Yaakov. How? So there's two ways. The first way is by doing more, by creating more, by being the Adam from the Adama where we can develop and create and bring forth things. And the second one is by speaking, by speaking, by being Adam el And that's like what Chazal say. When Klai Yisrael are learning Torah, when Klai Yisrael are davening, so that gives them the strength. That's when they, that's the Adam which is Adam Eliyahu, and uh, that's what that was what, like we said before, what was attempted. What was attempted was either to be mirrored the amount of Talmud and there more people learning Torah, or more people that, or more people connecting to Hakadosh Baruch whatever it is, it gives more of a koyach to the koyach, it makes more of a koyach of the Adam, and that was meant to stand against the destructive capabilities of, of Esau. It was meant to stand against the Adam. Now, why it didn't work, like I said, we'll see next time, but I want to get to the point of, of Rav Shimon. And that is, in those two areas, in the, there's, there's something unique about Rav Shimon. Uh, we don't need a better example than what appeared, Bar Yechai, which was better written by Mokubo, so last time I saw But uh, one of the lines it says, Naise Adam Nema Baburecha. Nice to Adam, When Hashem said, "In Adam, He made you," which means that Rabbi Shimon in some way got to the Shleimus in the time of the Tanoim of the Adam that Hashem made. What was the Shleimus? So let's look at both points. On the point of, on the point of, let's say the Adam and the Elia being more similar to Hashem. So that's also something we say in, in the same period. At Kruv, Yilak Malach. There was a certain level of a person, how much a person could grow, that Reb Shimon, 
in the situation that he was in, and because he had the experience of that uninterrupted growth for 13 years, that put him in a different darga. They put him in a, a level of being more dominated. Both in his terror knowledge and in his, and in his ability to daven, like we know. The, there's no time now to give all, all the stories of the Zohar, even some of them about Shimon's Pechat But we see again and again that what he asked for right away. There was a time one of his Talmudim went out to, 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 to business and made money. And uh, Zohar says, so the other Talmudim were thinking, you know, maybe we should have left Kodal too and gone to work. So they go, it's Zohar. If Shimon took his Talmudim to the valley outside Miran, if you've been there, you've seen it's a deep valley. And he doesn't. It's Hashem filled this valley with gold coins. And then he tells Talmudim, anybody who thought they wanted money, there's more than enough money. Help yourself. But you should know, it's at the expense of your Now, it's, it's a Zohar. It's a story in the Zohar. If you think about it for a second, why Rishon wanted to do it, that's not the discussion now. But the, the, but the scope of the nest. The scope of the nest. It wasn't asking that one person should get better, or Hashem should save one thing, or do one thing. To fill a valley with gold coins, it's, and it's a deep valley. We're talking about an unbelievable nest. An unbelievable nest. And what did he do it for? Just to teach his students a lesson. That's when none of them took the money. So Hashem took it away. But to do Nisim like that, the Gemara talks about uh, other Tanoim. In the same door, a nest, HaKadosh Baruch gave them a piece of gold, a leg of a table of gold, that was like something small. Like, wow, that's really a big nest. But you're talking about the valley outside Miran to fill it with gold coins. We're talking about a tremendous, tremendous nest. And it wasn't even necessary. It was just to prove a point. There's a certain level of kayak of tefillah, which, like I said, you see other stories in the Zohar also. If she were down for something, you know, unbelievable kayak of tefillah. Because he had the kayak of Adame. He had the kayak of being that, that, that he got from the experience in the cave of being that, sim- that much more similar to Hashem. That's the first point. The, the kayak of, therefore, what the other Tadam didn't manage to do. In some way, we'll still explain, there was Meshubit still to the Koyach of the Romans. So therefore, as much as they tried, they, went, they didn't have the Koyach in, in Shemaim to use that power to, uh, to either to even save themselves from the Romans, or, and definitely not to break the Koyach of Rome. In the way, Hashem was able to do that. He got to that, the Koyach is terrible. He got to a level where the Romans couldn't touch him. So that was his production also? We'll get there. We'll get there. He got it out of the Romans couldn't touch him. But if that's the case, then, you, then there's already a, a, a chalik, your connection to something which will overcome the Romans. Now, that's what you want to explain. What, what's that koyach? So that's what he said, that in the koyach of the Zohar. Reb Shimon wasn't the first Mokobu. Reb Shimon wasn't the first Mokobu. If anything, Rabbi Kibbutz was a bigger, we knew more. And how do I know that? Because Reb Shimon said it himself. Reb Shimon in the Ketan of Samach Bav, he says to his Talmudim, he says that Midoisa, the amount I know, is Trumos, Mitrumos, Midoisa, Shrabi Akiva. The Trumos is the 50th. It's the 50th of the 50th of Rabbi Akiva. So if you're talking about the idea, can you read the Kiva anymore? If it shimmers the Talmud, then he says, I know the 50th of the 50th of Rabbi Akiva. But we don't have Kimat any of the Torah of Rabbi Akiva. We have the Torah of Shim. What changed? What changed? Why, why was again Rabbi Kiva was the person who was oil of the paradise and he was Matzliach so we're not minimizing for a second Rabbi Kiva's godless 
but for that that wasn't the koyach which we which we were able to take with us, so, so to speak, to over, to, as an, as something which we had to overcome the goyim, and not even something we kept, we lost it. But Reb uh, Shimon's Torah was something which was something which we still have today, and like he says, that's a koyach which has the ability still to to protect our Israel or to overcome the the, the, the koyach of Adam. So what's the difference? Where, 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 where's the, where did the koyach of that's we see Reb Shimon come from? You must remember something else also. We said that the avelus of Sphira is because it's a time that Meisot Hamidrei and therefore that that dream of developing a koyach to overcome the Romans got lost. But as I said, as soon as that finishes, we celebrate like Boimer. Because that's and that's the kiyom of what is the the, the, the shorish of what could the Torah which could overcome the Romans. And therefore, here it's uh, it's the kiyom of zel umazeh. We have the the mourning for what we lost when we lost both Amir and After that, we have the celebration of what we gained. Uh, that now that is that that's something which does it the koyach the shorish to overcome to overcome Adam. So where is that? What is that koyach? What is that koyach? So, without going too much on Kabbalah, let's explain it simply. The Gemara says, the Gemara says about Rabbi Shimon that, so Gemara Shabbos, the Gemara says that, Rabbi Yechon says, even though for most people, the Lachi is that a person has to stop that learning in order to daven, vastly in Torah in order to daven. But Rashim Vachayavir within the plan. Why? Because since they learned Torah without interruption for 30, for so long, so they remained it was a different kind of Torah. It was a, le- a Torah on a level which they didn't have to interrupt the daven. And it, sounds, it makes it sound strange to us. Tefillah is important. Is a Torah in Tefillah. So why, would, why wouldn't the person have to daven? So I want to share with you an idea, which explains the Shemitah. The Gemara says in Yedda, the Fine, that the Angelic Sandra they asked Shem and Chananya, what should a person do to become a Tamil Chacham? Maya saw the and his answer was, Yarav Yeshiva, Sultan Nambas Mad. So they told him. We tried, they went to try it, and they said, Rabbi also, but also, a lot of people tried it, it didn't work for them. They said, they learned Pasmada, and they didn't become the Mechachor. So Rabbi Shur tells them, Ah, Ere Yispanel the Misha, Chochmus Shalai. Well, she davened to Hashem. Chochmus is, so you have to daven to Hashem. So the Gemara says, so what? So you're not Pasmada? She said, no, you need both. Pabaha, you need both. You need to daven and you need Rasmada. So the obvious question is, so if that's necessary, they're both requirements to grow in Torah. So why don't you tell them both up front? If there's two necessary requirements to be to, to be mitzliach in Torah, to grow in Torah, a person is to learn and a person is to daven. So and they asked him the first time around, you should have told them there's two things to do. What was the point of telling them only one? And they went to try it and it didn't work. And they came back and said, well, it wasn't good advice, it didn't work. They said, oh, by the way, there's another point also. Why don't you, come, why don't you tell them both up front? It's a logical thing to do. And the answer is like this. That Lash in the Gemara, Rabbi also came. A lot of people try and didn't work. Does it remind you of anything? We have another Gemara. And the Gemara is between Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Shmuel. 
And then is the person meant to devote himself to Torah to the exclusion of everything else? Or, no, to Torah. But there's also a person has to hang with Derech Eretz. The person has to find time for other things too. Rabbi Shimon Bayechai held just her, nothing else. Rabbi Shimon held, a person could do other things also. And the Gemara says that also, Rabbi also, Rabbi Shimon Bayechai, but also the other. A lot of people tried that Rabbi Shimon Bayechai, it didn't work. Now, it's the same Rabbi. It's the same Rabbi. What Rabbi Shimon meant was, if a person wants to grow in Torah, so, learn Basmada. But learn Basmada like Rabbi Shimon did. That will work. But for the rabbi who tried that, and they weren't, they weren't holding by that level, they could learn, but they couldn't learn exclusively, so then it's not enough. So they came back and said, ah, if that's the case, you need to dive in also. Which means, if a person's learning, mamish basmada, to exclusion everything else, then you don't need to dive in. That was what Rabbi Shur originally said. And that's what it says. Rabbi Shur Bechaveirov, that they didn't do anything except for learn, have sex, they're part of him too. Now listen to why. The question is why. Tefillah is a koyach. One needs to dab. One needs to. One needs to dab. And if Hashem has to give chachmas because there's a tefillah. So as much as the person is learning by asmada, what takes place? Where, where does the koyach of tefillah come from? Where, where, where does that? Where, what, what replaces the tefillah? Person needs to dab. Isn't it a chiyuv that it's even derisa every day? That's a machlekes Rambam and But uh, the Gemara says that we don't have a battle tomatoria. So, where, but the person needs to dab. There, there needs to be a koyach tefillah. So, isn't this something unbelievable? It's Rashi, it's the Hedron. Rashi says like this On the Pasuk, Nefesh Omel, Amel Eloi, which literally means a person who's Omel, who works in Torah, Amel Eloi. She works for him. Is what referring to? So, the Gemara says if a person's Omel in Torah, then she, the Torah, works for him. How does the Torah work for him? It says Rashi, Machazeres et Salkoina. The Torah goes to Hashem, Umechanenes Nifanov, Litenle Torah And the Torah asks Hashem to teach the person. If a person's Omel in Torah enough, then the Torah becomes the advocate. <coughs> and the Torah davens to Hashem to teach the person. And therefore, of course, Torah needs, there, needs, there needs to be a Koyach Tvila also. But, if a person learns to that level, the Torah will daven for them. If a person doesn't have to daven for themselves. But if a person level, if a person gets to the stage, that the Torah davens for them. So the Torah davens, the Galish lay Tamei Torah Storeel. Does that sound like Isaiah? Tamei Torah Storeel. To reveal to a person the, the reasons and the secrets of the Torah. The Torah davens for that. The Torah davens for that. Now, here's a certain here's a certain As much as we can understand the Koyach of a person's Tvila, we understand that the Torah has a stronger Koyach of Tvila. If a Torah is davening for a person, that's a high level of Tvila. That's, uh, that's uh, what do we call it, a malach, or we call it exactly something spiritual. But if a Torah can daven, that's a, that's a much higher tefillah. And therefore, Rabbi Shur said, Why do you come at Talmud Chacham? Sit and learn. Sit and learn. Don't do anything else. Oh, the tefillah. If you get to the level of the Torah will daven for you, so then that takes the kilo that's stronger than you could daven for yourself. And that's the preferred option. That was the mail of Rabbi Shur's Torah. It was a Torah which came from the Torah davening for him. And as I said, it wasn't just um, it's Melamele, so I said, Rashi is very Madeir. It's Megadal on Tami Torah story. The reasons and the secrets of Torah. That's the result of the Torah diving for a person. That's the result of the Torah diving for a person. And that's the Zayah. What we got from Shimon is a Tami Torah story. The Tami Torah, which one part of the Zayah, the Raya Mahemna and the story, the secrets of Torah, the other part of the Zayah, the Idra and the, 
Hechonos, whatever it is, the two parts of the Zohar, are ve'etzem, the result of the tefillah of the Torah. And that is a new Mahalach. That was a new Mahalach. The Mahalach of Rabbi Shimon Ba'echai in Torah is to learn with Asmara to the level that now the Torah is the one that will you. And that's a different Torah. That's a Torah that Ramos can't overcome. Now we're going to speak about the Adam and the Adam. They can balance each other. And if Kai Yisrael aren't deserving, and therefore the Kai Chadin can prevent Kai Yisrael's trying to achieve, or the Kai of the Edom, to keep him quiet, can t- overcome Kai Yisrael's fill of Adam and Elyon. So that, that was the balance at the time, and the, the Romans had a power there. Again, we'll still talk about it. But uh, the Kai which Rav brings, something else. It's when the Torah happens for us. That's a different Kai That's a different Kai That's not something which the Rome can balance. It's not something that they can, uh, that, 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 that they can, they can find a counter to. And that was number one, the Koyach of the Zayr. The result of the terrorist fitness, so to speak. But it also gives, therefore, something above what Adam can overcome. When the terrorist is diving, that's a different Koyach. That's something above. And that's, that's, where the, that's what were the gili, so to speak, of the Zayr. It wasn't just a new terror which we didn't know beforehand. It was a Mahalif and how to get there. But more than that, it was a certain Koyach Elyon a certain Kayach Elyon which comes from the Torah Davini. That's something which is uh, which the, the Adam can't balance. They don't have something connected to the Torah which can level. That's uh, the first part. Now, we still have to talk about this. We'll talk about it next time. So first, what's the celebration of Lag In the context of the Surah, the celebration is not just that it's a new Chalik of Torah we were given, but it's a new Mahalach of Torah, which this has, this isn't something that the Goyim can take away. This isn't something that they can balance. It's a, and, of course, Rabbi Shimon is the ultimate in that. But a Torah which comes from the fact that the Torah davens for a person, and that's why a Baruch Hu gives them more Torah, that's a level which doesn't have a, doesn't have a balance in what the Goyim can do to take away from us. Let's finish this point. We'll slowly explain why that's the Adam and the Adam had the two balanced out and why there was well, that stalemate at the time until, until this level. We'll talk about that next week. One last point. One last passage on this idea. When it talks about the Quran to protect Aisha, so the passage says Nishayah, who are the Shaymrim that are protecting Shalim Kalayam Khalayla? So Razal said, the protection of Klai Yisrael comes from the people who are learning Torah the whole time. Why? Because like we've seen, if the people are learning Torah without stop the whole time, then that's more the Torah to them. That's more the Torah to them. That gives a new schos. The Shemim of Yishalayim isn't just a schos of the people who are doing mitzvahs. That, oh, that is a schos, but I can find the balance. But it's the people who are learning Torah without a hefsek. So imagine that, that brings a new, a new, a new element to the, to the equation. Nefesh Amal Amelilah. It brings the Torah to Dabi. And when that's the case, we have an extra Kaikh. That's that which gives the Shmir to which gives the Shmir. That's uh, and that's what Rebbe's referring to by the Adam of the Adama, that that's the, the work there that he's referring to the production. No, of it's not talking about it's more, a bit more than that, I still want to explain that. But first I want to say what if Shimon was Magali, which is new. This was something new. And said, even though the Adam al might have been greater than him. The Kiva was greater than him. But the level of this 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 was something unique to Shimon. And that gave him a koyach, which no one else had, because it gave him a koyach to overcome Rome. He made it. It wasn't that they weren't looking for him for 12 years. They were. They were actively looking for him. Except, that same Torah protected him. So they never found have, this cave. So why do you have to hide? 
Why did he stay in where he was? He only got to this level of learning in the cave. So when he was there, he was protected. How are we touching the, the Zayr which says that this Sefer is going to be a God That's Koyach of Torah. If you learn the same way that Rabbi Kiva learned to write the Sefer, which is something which came from the Torah Davili that's a new that, that level of Torah can take us out of God it could be it could be it could be learning other things too it could be even learning the Zohar like that would work as I said the Bible could said learn Zohar I don't know if it means that I said I don't know maybe yes maybe I'm not sure but what I think what Rav Shimon meant is that the Koyach which was the Koyach of the Zohar that takes us out of God if Rav Shimon himself couldn't get there until he was actually in the cave, Rav Akiva didn't get there, so who has a chance of getting there? Uh, could there be other people who would learn that as mother? Yeah, to that extent. I have the Kiyam of New York, or actually says it's a hedge of it. Like, is such a thing even possible? That's, that's not, I don't mean possible. Well, like, Mesh says possible, in the Gemara that it's possible. And the Gemara says, Rabbi Mosul will also be Adam. But it means it will be a myth. That means it will be a myth. Good. Rav Akiva didn't. But yeah, so but you must understand there was a difference. But the Kiva was coming at the stage when he was a leader of Talisra. So as that, he probably wasn't able to learn without without that have to the same way. Maybe when he was younger and he learned twenty four years beforehand, maybe he was, he could have learned about it. I don't know. But now when he was coming to as the leader of Talisra, so yes, now he didn't have that ability. Why did the Kurf from Shimon and not Clive? I mean I was a protection seemingly I mean he escaped. 